You know I ain't never seen Black Panther. Bro, you have to. I just felt like it was kind of racist. Uh, what do you mean? I was racist. And that's fucked up because I feel like <laughs> I'm the nigga that watched the most racist shit ever. That was like, I ain't gonna watch Black Panther. I'm, I didn't watch Get Out because I like white bitches. I'm like, man, if I watch Get Out, man, it might change my perspective, man. <laughs> and I got a good thing going right now. It's like Danny Brown show, sit back, relax your eye, ready now, while you make studios. It's like Danny Brown show, we about to get live, let's go. It's like Danny Brown show, sit back, relax your eye, ready now, while you make studios. It's like Danny Brown show, we about to get live, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> Danny Brown show coming to you, motherfuckers from Wild May Studios, live from Austin, Texas. Goddamn, man! So motherfucking glad to be here, fucking with y'all niggas, man. I swear, man. I'm. I told y'all, man. I got a fucking new dog. The motherfucker, man. Um, yeah, it's not really letting a nigga get no sleep. I mean, I will say, based on you know. You know, previous pets I've had, you know, when you get a, when you get a new animal, man, it's always coming into a new habitat. You get what I'm saying? So they always going to be like a little timid and a little like, you know, and especially, you know, we already had two dogs. So and like, like, why we even get this dog? Like, you get what I'm saying? I'm not even tripping on it. That was just her. You know, she was on Instagram, whatever the fuck. And she saw like some cool chihuahua shit. Look, there you go. That's, there she go. It's Ditto. We named her Ditto. D-I-T-T-O. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. So shots out Ditto. So yeah, Ditto, look at it. It looks like so like, you know, most Chihuahuas are um Mexican. This is the only Chihuahua that I saw that I thought was Asian. So I was like, yeah. You like an old Chinese man in a face. You just look like you this is her normal face. This is how she look when she's happy. Like she looked like she's always crying all the fucking time, man. So but I will say, man, like more so than like me having she's smart as fuck, man. Like you know, like, she don't let herself, like, and I feel like she let herself, she got comfortable quick. That's what I wanted to really say. Like, when you get new pets and shit, you know, you move it into the house, they might be crying and shit, like, doing all that shit. Like, like, first, like the first few hours, she was, like, tripping. But I guess where she came from, the situation she was into right now, she was like, oh, shit, this shit lit. She like, what? Y'all niggas just got water? Anytime I want? Like, food right here? Like, I got my own bed? Like... Oh shit, it's lit. Then she just started. She's been chilling ever since, man. So, but yeah, so shouts out to Ditto, man. She, um, you know, yeah, let me go. We hanging out. She like to get her belly rubbed and shit. Yeah, it's only like, I think I, it probably can't be no more than a month old right now. And that's the thing that both of our chihuahuas, well, I'm saying both of ours. I moved into this relationship. I'm, the, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing stepdaddy. <laughs> Which I'm not, cause these motherfuckers is old. They grown. I think one of the chihuahuas is, I mean they 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 late teens. Put it like that. So both of them old as fuck. So the so the age dynamic between between the motherfuckers is 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 something we got to deal with. Cause Ditto likes to play, and Samson and um, Juno, they ain't really they ain't really got no time for that shit, man. So it's like you know, we already you know. We figured out, hey, man, you just can't start the clock now. <laughs> My bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> that been like, hold up. That was like, you get what I'm saying? Like, hold up. 
That was inside jokes for the fellas. But yeah, shouts out to Booth Boys, man. So yeah, uh, we gonna jump right into it, man. Y'all motherfuckers know, man, you need some advice. Ask Danny! You need some motherfucking, you want me to help you out. You get what I'm saying? You need, you know, you need your boy, man. That's all you need to do, man. Hit me up at Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. You know what I'm saying? You got problems. I got answers. I can help you solve them. You get what I'm saying? First off, we got Lonely on the Road. It sounds like a Nas X song. But all right, all right, all right. I'm an over the road tuck driver from Chicago. I'm home one day a week mostly, but sometimes not home for two to three weeks at a time. I miss my girl and my niece and nephew terribly. I know you traveled a lot for work, so I guess the question is, what's the best way to deal with having such little time with my people still keeping my retarded-ass dream of driving a truck and making this money? <sighs> I mean, I, I just graduated. I mean, I, I didn't graduate, but I dropped out of high school. I got to answer this. Hold up, hold up. I know you traveled a lot, so my question is, What's the best way to deal with having such little time with my people and still keeping my retarded-ass dream of driving this truck and making this money? You might say Zoom or FaceTime or whatever, but that just ain't the same. I guess it's kind of what is. All right, I guess I, your, your question is like, nigga, what are you at? Nigga, <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> That's just what it is, man. If you got a dream, if you want to go for it, man, family, you got to have tunnel vision my nigga like nothing else matters in that situation and if truck driving is your shit and you're trying to really get out there and get this money i mean family at that point can't really matter no more because if you without this situation man you're not gonna be able to take care of your family so i mean i know it sounds crazy to be like man you gotta put this before your family man but to take care of your family you kind of have to you get what i'm saying so i guess the best way to just say that man is like man I'm going to say this a lot probably with a lot of this shit. You thinking too hard. Work, motherfucker. Obviously, you must be lazy. You just want to chill out and play Apex Legend with your friend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Are you? Do you know a nigga named Francisco? Because I think, <laughs> think y'all might have something in common. And if you play Apex Legends, man, I know a dude named Francisco. Because at the end of the day, man... You talking about nieces and nephews, man. Like, these ain't even your kids, man. I love my nieces and nephews a lot. I got so many nieces and nephews. I got motherfucking great nieces and nephews because that's because I'm from Detroit. You get what I'm saying? And my mom had me at 16. My my sister, she had her first baby at 14. That baby she had at 14 had her first baby at 14. So figure it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but shouts out to Jeff. I'm going to just say, man, you must have a um, plant-based diet. <laughs> you better, you on the road, nigga. You better stop at them truck stops. They got the most ratchetest shit at the truck stops. You know what I'm saying? The lot lizards. You better just get you a lot lizard, man, and a motherfucking Subway sandwich and call that shit a day and hit the block. You get what I'm saying? You trapping right now. You stack your money up. You come home and take care of the nieces and nephews, man. Shouts out to Jeff, though. All right. Next up, we got ending a dry streak. I've been on a dry streak for the better part of this year, and I'm just wondering if you had any advice for a dude trying to get back into the dating and vigorous love-making post-pandemic. All right. My hella toxic ex followed me recently, and I'm trying to avoid hitting her up. 
Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I'm thinking of joining the gym, starting some cooking classes or some shit that ladies like. I'm getting back on date naps. Am I missing anything? Piss on me, beat on me, thank you. All right, all right, all right. You must be an ugly motherfucker or something, man. Fat something, man. I mean, that's all I can say. I mean, for the most part of it, I will say this, man. If you, The internet exists. You talking to a motherfucker that really used to have to go in public and be like, what's your phone number? Imagine asking a bitch, what's your phone number? And I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure people probably still do it. But the easier way be like, man, you got an Instagram or, you know, social media, so much shit. I mean, people meet online all the time. There are actually, whatever you're into, it's a dating site made for it, man. I didn't really notice, but I got a theory to myself that, that FarmersOnly.com, is, is, that's really racist. Like, that's only for, like, white supremacists. Like, you know what I'm saying, to meet each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like they ain't saying, like, Farmers Only got to do with niggas. And I can't be mad at that because back in my day, like the internet or whatever, we had Black Planet. Black Planet was the shit. You get what I'm saying? But I used to go on Black Planet only to meet white women. <laughs> so I'm saying there's a website for you, whatever you're into dating wise and all that. That's one thing I can say, like, as far as like this question right here, man, as far as like you want to look for some, I mean, I guess it's like, you know. Someone in my city close to me, but it's nothing wrong with long distance relationships. You know what I'm saying? Save your money up, go on a flight. Maybe you know, you know, you move out there. I move, I moved to Texas for a girl. You feel what I'm saying? So hey, man, you move somewhere for a girl, man. And that shit is life changing shit. You get what I'm saying? That's how. That's how you. That's how you move. <laughs> Niggas gotta move somewhere for some shit. You get what I'm saying? You might move for a job. You might move from school, or you move for a bitch. You get what I'm saying? So um. I think um, the most part for you, yeah, you just, you don't, you talking about joining, do I need to join a gym or, you know, or hit my ex up? I mean, at the end of the day, man, I think you just trolling. You got bitches. You just wanted to send a fucking, which is cool, too. I just know how to recognize that shit. So, shouts out to you, Harry. That ain't your motherfucking even real name. <laughs> talking about Harry. Piss on me, beat me. Yeah, I know you. You just wanted to see. But we got you. We picked you, though. So, yeah, injured dart, I mean, you just a jacking off ass nigga. That's all it is. Just say that. You don't want, you don't even, your thirst for pussy is not that crazy because you can go out there and get some ass if you wanted to. You just sitting in the crib jacking off playing Apex Legends. That's what we need to talk about, your fucking um, porno addiction and your, um, you know what I'm saying? That's what you should have been talking about. You don't want to expose that, Harry. <laughs> That's why you ain't got no bitches. You jacking off too much. You don't want none. You just want to play video games and jack off. It's cool. That's all I want to do, too. <laughs> all right, all right. Next up, we got wife won't shave her cooch, which I don't know how it's... All right, that's just me. All right, whatever. Since you guys giving out free advice, I need some help. My hungry tits wife refuses to shave her cooch at all. She just let everything between her knees and navel grow wild. Navel. That was navel. <laughs> I asked many times, please do something to clean it up down there, but she just won't do it. I keep my balls high and tight. I just want to return the favor. I think she's being stingy and... All right, all right. 
already feel like what's going on right here. You just saying you want your bitch to shave the motherfucking monkey and you shave your balls. I mean, shaving your balls kind of some gay shit. Ain't nothing wrong with shaving your balls. I ain't saying that. They got manscaped, all that shit. You know, you watching a podcast. I'm pretty sure you probably copped. Like, fuck it. Let me try this out. Shaved your shit up. I did it too, man. You give it a percent. <laughs> so ain't nothing having some clay balls. The bitches are hitting more. But I ain't the type of nigga that like my balls suck that shit. My shit tender. But I'm a fan of the bush. I ain't going to lie, man. I'm a fan of the bush, man. Because, I mean, I like to see what I'm doing. I know you like, what the fuck is going on with you, Danny? What you mean? But yeah, when you eating that monkey, or you doing what you got to do, like me, I mean, ugh, you putting spit all on it, like you see it. It looks like you turn, the, you turn the, the, the pubic hairs to jerry curls, it got a little activator on it, the shit looking, the shit looking lovely, it's starting to dread up. You like, nigga, I'm doing my thing on this motherfucker. When it's all born and shaved, you don't really know if you putting work down, like you see the extra little creams and shit. Little extra little, you know, vagina secretions that were there at first. You get what I'm saying? When it's bald, you don't really know what you're doing like that. But when you got some hair on there, you know what I'm saying? You like, you you, you hitting your mark. You get what I'm saying? You got some, you get what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a rating, like a spice rating. You know how they had the shit, like, boom, you hitting your shit. You, the bitch got the hair on the monkey, man. You be like, after you done with it, you be like, yeah, I put that motherfucker up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did that thing. But a bitch when she ain't got no hair on it, that motherfucker just still look like what you started with. You get what I'm saying? I wanted to look used and abused. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So yeah, it's just all about preference. I guess that's right there. But to me, man, I mean, I'm from the old school, man. I remember watching porn. Every bitch had hair on their pussy. You get what I'm saying? So I still identify with that. And you know, like a hairless pussy is kind of like a little pedophile to me. <laughs> I want a little, you got to have a little soul patch or something. You know, a little trail, a little something. Just can't have that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Just straight. Unless unless it's pretty. Now, if you got the pretty monkey, it's some of them pristines. You be like, ooh, like, oh. When you hear like, like you know, church bells and shit, you, hear, you whip it out, you're like, oh. Like Black Jesus on Ghostface album. Like you hear that. You hear the instrumental from Black Jesus, the Ghostface album. I think that was from Cornbread Earl and me. But yeah, you hear that. that ah, if you could whip up the panties and it's just like. But that's like every. So if you got to have a pretty looking monkey though. So every bitch don't need to be just ripping that motherfucker up bald though. Some of you bitches need a little fur on there. You get what I'm saying? Just to be like, yeah, let me do my thing. So yeah, that was that. <laughs> we got a voicemail question in too. You want to listen to that? Oh, do we? Yeah. Definitely. Billy Brown. Hey, big fan of the show. Um, I just went through a breakup, and uh, I'm getting my own place now. And I'm trying to get back into making music again, but I'm feeling super uninspired. Do you have any tips or tricks or drugs that I should take? Thanks. Keep it high and tight. Fuck No. Danny Brown. I like that shit, though. That was like new edition, like Candy Girl. But no, nah, man, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. One thing about making music and shit and like being creative in general with me, I mean, it might be different for everybody else, but I know with me, man, like mental health is the most important part of it. Like if I'm going through some of my girl, if I'm in like a real like down state, if I'm like, I can't really like make music and shit, man. I know that sucks. And that's probably why I'm not, <laughs> that's probably why I don't have any platinum albums or anything like that. Because that's what makes you a professional when you can like just 
See, fuck them kids. Well, you can see, I'm actually like the truck driver now, man. When I think about it, man, I I started caring too much about shit. Like, so I don't have that tunnel vision and shits where like shit really affects me sometimes. So like, if I get upset about something, if I get sad, it makes me real hard to be creative, man. And I can't really like make music. I have to be like in a ultimate like happy like super mental state, and that sucks because I really feel like that's what makes you a professional. Like, you think Michael Jordan didn't go through some shit right before a game? Like, bitch, what? And then go up there and score a fifty. You get what I'm saying? My bitch cussed me out. It's over. Ain't nobody hearing shit. You get what I'm saying? So I say that to say, like, even like, oh, like this situation right now, like motherfucking like Freddie Gibbs, that's my dog. Like, man. And shouts out to like Benny. Uh, that whole shit they going through, man, is just fucked up. It's terrible. I seen they um got into a fight at a situation and and I know a lot of people's talking shit, man. I love Freddie Gibbs, man. That's my brother, man, like a motherfucker. And I hope they can resolve the situation however they can and whatever the fuck. But I know for a fact that the name Gangsta Gibbs ain't come from nowhere. Because I'm telling you right now, if I get into a, any situation, I'm not going on motherfucking stage. Motherfucking bump me wrong, nigga. It's show canceled. I'm the type of nigga, bro, you throw water on me. at this, Nigga, I'm waiting on that kind of shit to happen. I was in motherfucking Copenhagen, whatever the fuck. I always say Copenhagen. I love Copenhagen. I just always jumped to that. But I was in um some place, but they throw um they would throw water or beer on you or anywhere they would do that shit. But it was a sign of love, like this shit cracking. This show was really fire, nigga. I I embraced it. I couldn't wait till somebody hit me with that shit so I can cancel the show. It was show was over. It was show lasted like nine minutes. As soon as they hit me with some shit, ah. It in the, I was in the back laughing like a motherfucker after that shit was over with. I swear to God. Went back to my hotel room like Scrooge McDuck. I ain't give a fuck. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, so yeah, that's one thing about me. I know people be like, man, you should love your job and love rap. I love rap music like a motherfucker. I love making rap music. like, And I love doing shows. But it's just like any job you do. If you can figure out a way to get out, get off early, you gonna get off early, motherfucker. And that's what I do. You get what I'm saying? It it have been times where I remember it was a time where I had a bad Xanax stage. You get what I'm saying? I would get on stage and I would fucking forget all my lyrics, which still happens now. I forget all my lyrics, but only if I forget all my lyrics because half these songs I'm playing are like over 10 years old. And you think I'm sitting around listening to fucking 10-year-old songs? No. I know all my new songs by heart right now that haven't been out that you motherfuckers don't know. But so I go on stage, I fuck up all the time. You say, oh, Danny, why don't you practice? Motherfucker, suck my dick. I mean, what the? So, but I do. I try to practice sometimes. I just, a lot of shit be going on in my life. I told you, man. My girl, she go off on me and then it be over with, man. Then I don't, you know what I'm saying? Then I don't practice. And then I'm fucking up. And then, so I fucked up a lot of shows. So I, 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 my, my favorite trick, all right, I guess this is a Danny Brown lesson for any new artists out there. Lessons with Danny. Well, I, I guess it's not going to help now that you guys, so if you want, you feel like your show's not going right and, or you're fucking up and you just, just stage dive and then just fake an injury after it. You get what I'm saying? Show's over. Jump in the crowd, just come back, hold your ankle. You get what I'm saying? I've done that countless times. I mean, I know, see, now I'm saying this. <laughs> Somebody going to come like, I want my money, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, man. At that time in my life, man, that's what I was going through, and that's what I had to do, man. But the the kids loved it, man. They they loved it, and I did what I could do, man. You know. But yeah, so it was a time. Yeah, I was taking Xanax. So yeah, fuck Xanax. It's the time I was like, but I will say, out of all the um pills that you can take, man, it's that is probably like, this is one of my favorites. 
<laughs> I don't want to say that to say. I don't want to say that to say that, but I always think about it all the time, like, cause a, it's a lot of these pills that you think, like, man, you don't actually need a pill for that. You can take like a herbal situation, or you can put something together. But I ain't never really met a situation that could uh, mirror Xanax, cause I would be able to like, I flew to Africa, man. I ain't remember flying. I just woke up. I was in the motherland. Like, fuck it. Let me take my toes out. Let me <laughs> let me feel the real ground. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, next up, we got motherfucking white people shit always. But this time, we got motherfucking, a motherfucker send some shit in for some white people shit. I usually come up with them and shit. So, I guess that's going to be a new thing, man. So, like I said. You got some shit, you got questions, or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. Sending some shit. Y'all motherfuckers know the segments by now. You get what I'm saying? So, um, you know, Danny at thedannybrownshow.com. You know, send in questions for advice. And you also can send in voicemails and shit. I answer those, too, at 512-522-9256. That's 512-522-9256. So hit your boy up. Don't come through leaving no creepy shit and 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 definitely no bitter old bitches <laughs> try to use this away to embarrass me to my new working colleagues. Cause I, I can see, you know what I'm saying? When they created this, I was like, I can see a bitch writing a, you know what I'm saying, would you rather? You know what I'm saying? Or, or some dumb shit like, so let me tell you bitches now. I love my new, I love my lady on wet now. <laughs> on this, I, see love. I don't want no beef. That's what it is. <laughs> God damn it. So, all right. We need people to send in freestyles too. We're still waiting on those. Oh, yeah. Freestyles as well. They need to be acapella though, because if you send it in with a beat that's copyrighted, the show will get flagged. Yeah, so you got to send so. in freestyles acapella, which is the best form of um. I mean, you know, this is coming from a, you know, this is pretty much all built from stand-up, if we want to think about it. So that shit is rooted in stand-up to me, too, as the um, freestyle. Like, I'm a huge fan of battle rap. I guess I'm pretty sure everybody know that from URL, you know what I'm saying, um, King of the Dot, all that shit. I mean, I hate the fact that it's on caffeine TV right now, but I, I, I mean, I appreciate it. I mean, I guess I just can't catch them when they come, you know? And then when they do... Then when you do watch a battle, imagine you watch, because I've done it before. I remember they was doing the pay-per-views and I would buy a um, pay-per-view to watch battle rap. And it made me feel racist. Because I watched two black men insult each other in rhythmic form for six hours. I just wanted to see the main event. I mean, you buy the battle rap to see like, you know, these two top battle rappers, like these two top niggas, like I'm going to get these niggas. But when you buy the pay-per-view shit, you know, you're going to have to watch a lot of battlers, like, just the same way you watch a boxing event. This ain't no battle rap shit right here. This is, this is, that's not the, <laughs> you, no, don't type battle rap. No, stop. I'm stopping this right now. <laughs> From embarrassed. Just leave it alone. <laughs> I'll talk about it from here. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Shouts out to Smack. You know, you are I've always been a fan of that shit. And I always watch that shit, man. Don't, no more typing. We're going to move on from there. <laughs> White people shit. White people shit. <laughs>
And this was boring. See, that's what I'm saying. I always felt like the white people shit segment was like, man, I'm not. I always say I'm not cracking on white people. Y'all know I love y'all motherfuckers, and this is not like a um a thing I like to joke about y'all. This is just me, a motherfucker, a nigga that has been engulfed with y'all culture for the past fucking ten years of my life. Just by the fucking, you know, and the woman I'm with, you know what I'm saying? I have no choice to escape it. And now I'm living in Austin, Texas. You got to know I'm not, I'm here by myself. All I have is her, her family. And so her family is my family. I got the dogs. I got my YMH family. I'm out here. I'm dolo. I ain't got no real niggas with, I'm, if somebody beat me up, I ain't got nobody to call to go get them niggas back. That's all I'm saying. So a nigga out here naked. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's Austin. What the fuck somebody going to do in Austin? That's what I say. But then you watch the news. But it always happened in them homeless encampments. Which is another thing with me, man. Like The homelessness in Austin, man, is like... Um, it could be solved with... um. It could be solved with, with one thing, man. Just, um, <sighs> all right, all right. I, I'm getting a little too political, cause, cause you know they'll let a nigga just, if you want to out here, you could just park, like nigga, I can set a tent up wherever the fuck I want to. This where I'm at, and you gang, you ain't got no say so over that shit. That's just what a nigga do. Residential areas, whatever the fuck they want to do, and I guess the um, the only way to really solve that situation is, you know what I'm saying, is to give out free drugs. Like, you know how they did Amsterdam on the wire? You just give out free drugs, and then they wouldn't really be homeless, because then they always had shit to do. Because they'll be getting high and shit. Then they'll be partying. They wouldn't be tripping about... Only reason why they get... That'd be their downtime when they want to be homeless and sleep in a tent. But if you gave them free drugs all the time and, like, let them do their thing... Then they weren't really, and Austin is like, keep Austin weird. If you want to keep Austin weird, then just give all the crack addicts free crack. And that way we wouldn't have this much homeless problems because they didn't want to sleep. So they wouldn't need a tent. They wouldn't really need, like, you get what I'm saying? They wouldn't really need to be like homeless and get free meth. They would be partying and having a good time. And 6th Street would have a lot more people. You know? <laughs> See, I didn't want to say this. Because I've been thinking about this for a long time. <laughs> but that's the way to solve it. Seattle did it. But when Seattle did it, then you had niggas start dressing up being like superheroes on their own trying to solve crime. Am I the only nigga that knew about this? All right. Yeah, I never heard of it. Yeah, I don't think I heard about that. Mm. Some nigga, it's a nigga named Jones. The nigga named Jones, he fought crime in Seattle. Phoenix Jones, that's the motherfucker right there. There you go. The nigga was an MMA fighter. He decided to become a superhero and take on crime in Seattle. It's it's, it's uh YouTube documentaries about this shit. I see that's a your boy goes deep on YouTube, but Phoenix Jones. See that's what they. I hate Phoenix Jones, too. Because they think this the type of niggas fuck white bitches. They be like, a nigga like Phoenix Jones. But it ain't, it ain't just him. It just ain't Phoenix Jones, man. He, 
you gotta go watch the videos and shit like that. Cause I see y'all thought I was making some shit up, but I'm telling y'all the truth. And he had he had like um he had a crew with him too, like Avengers. It wasn't just him by himself. It was other niggas. But yeah, man. So yeah, he was on look. Yeah, it was a real life superhero. You ever see Meteor Man? I love Meteor Man. It's a good movie. Um, what's what's cuz name? Uh, Wayans. One of the no Robert nigga. It ain't no Wayans. I think Wayans. Robert Townsend, man, from Detroit, Hollywood Shuffle. Y'all got me fucked up. (laughs) That's Meteor Man, nigga. Come on, you know anybody from Detroit? We know anything somebody from Detroit did, nigga. Shouts out to Robert Townsend, man. Hey, he don't get enough credit, man, at what he should get, man, because I feel like people don't even talk about Robert Townsend no more to this day, man. This nigga was probably like, I mean, I know some people be like, man, he was kind of doing Eddie Murphy shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, look how many movies motherfucking Robert Townsend had, but niggas definitely lined up to go see Meteor, man. You got us fucked up. If you ain't go see, nigga, but I feel like they fucked him up. Like, they was dissing him on a living color when they made Blank Man and all that shit, like doing shit like that. I don't know, but Blank Man might have came before Meteor Man. I don't know, man. Don't get me caught up. But the point is, Robert Townsend, a nigga from Detroit, made an ill-ass superhero movie, though. For niggas, though. Superhero for niggas. We got mad. I ain't going to say we got mad superhero movies for niggas, man. We got Vampire in Brooklyn. That was... That's not a superhero though. That was just like I'm just saying. That was a good one too. Niggas ain't have vampires, so Eddie Murphy's like, I'm gonna be a vampire. Fuck that. Niggas gotta get some vampires. So he did that. That was the same thing I feel like with Meteor Man. Like, I mean, we got Black Panther now. You know, I ain't never seen Black Panther. Bro, you have to. I just felt like it was kind of racist. What do you mean? I was racist. And that's fucked up because I feel like I'm the nigga that watched the most racist shit ever. That was like, I ain't gonna watch Black Panther. I'm, I didn't watch Get Out because I like white bitches. I'm like, man, if I watch Get Out, man, it might change my perspective, man. <laughs> and I got a good thing going right now. So... <laughs> I swear to God, I'm like, man, I never saw Get Out. And one of my friends who I trust his um, taste, like me and him got the same kind of taste. He's like, nigga, you not going to see it like that. It's going to be the funniest shit you ever saw in your life. You got to watch this shit. The shit is hilarious. I swear to God. you gonna But I still won't do it. I still won't do it because of my lust. I mean, even when I go to like KFC, you want dark meat or white meat. What you think I pick? I'm just saying. And that's not got nothing to do with it. Because the thing is, man, that people always be like, man, Danny, why you day white? It's have nothing to do with that, man. Black women beat me up, man. That's all I know. <laughs> and I know it's going to be some black girl that's going to come up and be like, I'm not going to beat you up. Yes, you will. You will whoop my ass. Because I'm going to make you whoop my ass. I'm the type of nigga, no black woman is never going to put up with the shit I do. You get what I'm saying? White women don't either. It's getting to the point where that shit is running dry. But, goddamn, I'm talking too much. Next up. (laughs) We got eating a dry steak. All right. 
I've been on the dry steak. Oh my god, this the same one. Fuck. I think that said ending a dry streak. I know. I read that. One. Okay, got gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Eating a dry. That's one of those ones, you know. All right. Let you, I, I seen it with my rapper eyes. That is a talent. That was ending a dry streak. I saw eating a dry steak. That was rapper eyes, man. All right, the last one. All right, taking a trip. What's up, Danny? If someone's going to try tab for the first time, what would you say is the best time of day to drop acid? See you in the inner tubes, Mason. <sighs> There's no bad time or like good time or worst time to like drop acid. I mean, for you to ask that question to me, I feel like you're not ready and you need some validation from me. What the fuck you want me to tell you, nigga? 3 p.m. on Tuesday. Do it right now. No, my nigga. Like, at the end of the day, if you're asking someone to do a drug, you probably shouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? That's probably something you should just like, all right. You know, because you like, you want to get some validation for it or some shit like that. Like, any drug that I ever took already had it set in my mind. Like, I'm going to try this shit. Fuck that shit. I've done my research. I think I can handle it. You get what I'm saying? I want to see what's up. You know what I'm saying? This ain't like a good time. And I think, um, I think you're scared and you should be. Acid is a scary thing. But it is a life changing thing. You know, I would say I've done acid before of any like hallucin hallucinogenic drug or whatever the fuck and it, you know it made me have a different perspective made me look at shit a lot different but shit i mean everything is different for everybody else you know what i'm saying because I've, I've actually seen a report not a report what the fuck what i'm talking about but i've seen some shit that motherfucker was talking about um like it is a, a thing of like people go on trips and never come back and i know a person that has happened to he took um was the um the dip cigarette shit, you know what I'm saying? The embalming fluid, PCP. Smoked a PCP cigarette, jumped out a window, and he's never been the same since. And that's something and that's something that can happen with, you know, you know, those those type of drugs and shit. So I would say, man, if you asking me if if you took that much time to fucking write a fucking shit like nigga, and that time you did that, you could have did it. So you as a person, please from Danny Brown to YMA Studios, just give it to somebody. I put it up. You don't need to do it because it wouldn't even be. You should have been answering me. You should have been, you know, telling me about your trip or something else like that. So just put it up. You don't need to be doing that shit. But shouts out to you, Mason. You sound like a cool dude or whatever. <laughs> but nah, you don't need to be fucking with the acid, man. But yeah, I guess that's the... Uh, Oh, did I ever get into this white people shit? Uh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. But yeah, he said his favorite segment on the show is white people shit. <clears throat> and um, he had an idea of some typical white people shit. What white people will get extremely excited when they see a well-kept line. And will go out their way to talk to other white people about their line care. Today I mowed my parents' line I was doing. I thought, yeah, white people love to see those lines in the, you know, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me tell you this. I get it, I get it, I get it. You think that's, nigga, that's 
everybody's shit, man. Don't nobody want no fucking in the hood. Like niggas in the hood and shit. Motherfuckers grass that look fucked up and all that shit. That's like trap house shit. You get what I'm saying? That's you get raided by the police. So even as the trap houses, they gonna hire a crackhead to cut their grass. And even you got some kid in the hood, everybody cut grass. There's no reason for your grass to be fucked up in the hood. There's so many people that want their grass cut. I mean, that want to cut the grass in the hood. You get what I'm saying? You got the crackhead at the fucking corner, the motherfucking, the neighborhood kids that's trying to fucking, you know, fucking any up on money for their basketball team and shit like that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to put that down as white people shit, um, Matt. I think you just lazy as hell and you ain't want to cut the grass because I know every weekend, like living my grandma up, like being a nigga, she waking me, nigga, cut the grass, nigga, with the regular, not no uh, motherfucking motor line more, with the, the push shit, with just a blade on that bitch. You just gotta push that motherfucker. That motherfucker got two, it look like the motherfucking shit you, the ab roller. It look like an ab roller with a motherfucking handle on it. And you just gotta push that, and the buddy got a blade. And you gotta push that motherfucker. He ain't have a nigga. I'm I'm from that shit. And your grandma make you do that shit every weekend. You get what I'm saying? That nah. That keeping your grass tight ain't no motherfucker, nigga. That's that's hygiene, nigga. What the fuck is you talking about? So I I don't I don't think you wash your ass, man. <laughs> if you complaining about the grass not looking good, cause I'm just saying, man. Real life. If I live like anywhere I live at, man, I'm saying shit. Fuck fucked up in the yard, man. I'm like, man, shit, I'm looking like a bum-ass nigga right now. Like, niggas looking at me crazy. Like, everybody, especially if you live in a neighborhood where everybody else's grass look nice and your shit look crazy, nigga, you the eyesore on the block. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy, my. So, I'm just saying, um, I guess for the, I, I guess the best thing I can say for you is you a lazy-ass nigga, man. You know, but throw this, throw this on. Throw the podcast on. Hit the grass every weekend, man. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. But that ain't no white people shit, man. Niggas like they grass looking good, too. My grandma is the ultimate gardener. You know what I'm saying? That's all she sit out in the fucking line and do. It's fucking garden and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's that's not... That's not that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I will tell you what is some white people shit, though. White people shit is coin collecting, my nigga. The motherfuckers that that they be on the beach with metal detectors and shit like that. And motherfucking, you know, they find around, they motherfucking grabbing coins and shit and putting them shits in their collections. Motherfuckers that go to like gun and knife shows and shit. Like that was the same shit. If anybody from Michigan, it was like a um, it would be like a um a local commercial, like da, 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 the gun and knife show. And it would just show white niggas with like big ass crocodile dundee knives and shit. Like boom, 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 pull up, go to the gun and knife show. And that's the thing about Texas, man. These motherfuckers, you can buy, nigga, you can go to a motherfucking pawn shop and buy a motherfucking AR-15. Yeah, metal detector niggas. That's white people shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, if you got some <laughs> white people shit, you think you got, you get what I'm saying? He failed. You got to take the L on that. You got to take the L on that one, Matt. As a white guy. As a white guy, that's the thing. You got to stump me on some white people shit. As a white guy, you send some, like, nigga, you thought cutting the grass was some white people shit? No, you just a lazy nigga. That's what that is. You a lazy nigga. You ain't even white no more. You a lazy nigga, dog. You don't want to cut the grass? You don't want your shit to look good for your peoples? Let me ask you, if it, is it the same lane as the uh, the metal detectors, telescopes? 
You think that's the same? No, nah, because I got telescopes. You fuck with a telescope? Yeah, because telescope is dad boners. <laughs> yeah, you right. You know what I'm saying? Niggas want to look at some shit like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's dad boners. You know what I'm saying? I lived in a, because uh, you know, I used to watch Frasier. <laughs> and Frasier used to have a nice ass high rise penthouse apartment. I was like, man, I'm going to get one of those one day and I'm going to have a telescope and I'm going to look at other bitches in their high rise apartments. And I, and I was able to experience that. But them bitches wasn't doing shit. You just see them pull up with a nigga and they be eating noodles and shit. They're like, bitch, show the titties. All right, I'm not creepy like that. I never was doing shit like that. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. But Frazier, I do love Frazier. Only because the uh, apartment. See, you didn't, you didn't know I, I was that into decor. You get what I'm saying? Niggas could be into fucking interior decorating too. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I love Frazier for the interior decorating. So yeah, we are jumping to some um, Would You Rathers. Fuck that, man. I feel like I had a moment. Spin the wheel. Then we're jumping to some... Um... Why you tell him to beat me like that, Harpo? That's the first thing I say. <laughs> When I think of Oprah, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. I really love Oprah. I really feel like, man, Oprah reminds me a lot of my grandma. I know that sounds weird to say, but you know, you know, people always be like, man, people remind me of somebody. But my grandma, man, I know this on, but my grandma, she was like super entrepreneurial since it's, you know, since I was born. But I mean, I don't know too many people. She had, um, all her kids, my grandma, I mean, you know, working in Detroit, working in plants and all that shit. She worked at Chrysler and she was able to get a, um, you know, was able to do well for herself working there. You know, I know that was like a big time job for people to work at, you know, the big three coming from, you know, Southern, like her family came from Southern states to get all that shit, man. It's a long story, but. She worked for Chrysler or whatever the fuck, and she was able to buy every one of her kids a house. Think about that. So I, it wouldn't be a Danny Brown if it wasn't for this lady. You get what I'm saying? Like, so she had um, well, she had my uncle, the creepy one that took me to the uh, to Vanilla House. She had the creepy. She had him, and then she had three daughters, and she bought all of them a house. All while she bought her own sub house. So imagine that. Like, I mean, I know Detroit, probably the houses wasn't that expensive, whatever that, but I don't even know who many parents, like, you know, buy all their kids a house. And all her kids had kids at young ages. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't like they was, you know what I'm saying? She was still, so this Chrysler job supported my whole family for so fucking long until she, like, she hurt herself on the job, which is like a normal story, which I'm probably going to bring back on here one day, which is a normal story about people hurting themselves in the plant. And it's like, you know, and they, but they did, they took care of her, they did well. I mean, I wouldn't say they did the best. It, it is whatever. I don't know. I can't speak too much on that. But I would say, only thing I can say about Oprah is I can say, look, I jumped into some deep shit. <laughs> but yeah, my, my Oprah remind me of my grandma. But far as Oprah, Oprah be fucking, man. Because she ain't married. You talk about Stedman. Man, Stedman probably be like a, well, Oprah might be gay then. 
And she don't want to expose that. Look at Stedman. Stedman ain't throwing no. Stedman a cuckold. <laughs> That's what it is. I already saying I want to know what Oprah Rolodex of the cuckold. Like who they calling up? Who the nigga getting called up to beat it down with? Oh, Oprah and Stedman. Like this nigga got to be like next level shit. You get what I'm saying? Cause I be, cause I mean, hey, I'm like I said, I'm a, I'm a one woman man right now. But if I was single, you know what I'm saying? Like to be in a cuckold relationship with Oprah and Stedman for the bread, <laughs> nigga, that sound like life. I thought about that. Like, man, I could be a male thought. Like, if I want to be like a male thought, like a type of nigga that go to the WNBA All Star game. I know all them bitches gay, but not all them bitches gay. And it got to be some niggas out there lurking, like, what a WNBA All-Star game, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all bitches tall as fuck, but I know, you know it's a nigga that ain't tripping on that. And you don't want to fuck no NBA nigga, you want a real nigga. Because them niggas be lame too, kind of. You know what I'm saying? They got a practice. You want a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? I know some WNBA bitches out there that just want a real nigga. You get what I'm saying? I pull up to the All-Star game, like, nigga, what's up? The same way them bitches be pulling up to the All-Star games. That's what made me think of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I was single, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be trying to get me one of them tall ass bitches. You hear what I'm saying? Like, I'd be pulling up. Like, but pulling up like I'm getting money though, too, though. So they'd be like, they gotta respect it. Like, damn, this nigga fly. You know what I'm saying? Like, get you a WNBA bitch. All of them can't be gay. It's one of them, it's one of them want some dick. And not from an NBA nigga. Cause that's what it mostly be. They be dating NBA niggas, but they want a regular nigga too, though, man. I know y'all tall and shit, but you know, some niggas don't get by, you know. I'm, I'm six something. They say I'm six three on my Wikipedia. I always say I'm six one, cause that's what Ellen Iverson say he is, and I just want to say that's what I am. What does it say? Six three. No one's measured me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been measured. Can we do this? Like, this should be a thing. We should, to know my real height is like a, it's like a secret question. You get what I'm saying? Like, no one knows this shit. We got uh, a measuring tape? We should do that before I leave today. <laughs> For real, I don't know my real height. I don't know. I say I'm 6'1", because that's what Alan Iverson say. And, but everything I do, they be like, he's 6'3". But I don't think I'm 6'3". Cause the loopers is like six seven, and that nigga's like way taller than me. But um, where right. do you think this number came from? Like, where where do they get this? They just look at the you. Six and they're like, three? Yeah, they're, they they just. I have no idea. <laughs> like, he looks about six three. That I swear, bro. I was on a video shoot one time, and it was like, man, Danny's six three. That was like the known thing, cause I think they looked it up. I'm like, nigga, I don't. No one ever told me I was six three. If I was six three, I'd have went to the NBA. That's all I needed to hear. Like that was most of, like six three, nigga. I could do that, <laughs> nigga. John Morant, nigga. What? What's John Morant height? Who? Ja, J A, J A. White people shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Six three. Uh, I ain't 6'3", dog. <laughs> I ain't 6'3", man. We ain't about to say that, dog. John Moran 6'3". I'm not 6'3". That's just the way we about to... That's just the way life about to go for me. 
All right, we're going to go into some gaming shit, man. Fuck this, man. Because <laughs> I'm getting stressed out. And like, <laughs> John Moran 6'3", for real? I mean, it says you are too, so we don't know how accurate this is. But they probably measure NBA players, right? John Moran ain't no... Look, this nigga. Uh, um, I'm kind of fucked up by that, man. Go to, uh, do some drip sets. Spin the motherfucking wheel, man. <laughs> right, you got it. Try me six three. <laughs> this shit crazy. <laughs> Y'all niggas be doing this shit on purpose, dog. <laughs> I swear, but dwarves ain't gonna front though. I don't know dwarves, little people, we ain't talked about that, but I told y'all I do, I love, I guess I'm not my height or whatever, but them bitches be thick though. Midgets, the midget bitches be thick. I told y'all, I fucked a bitch that was one inch away from being a midget, that was on the spectrum of a midget. But how, it how is. How tall was she? What is the, what is the midget? I think it's 4'11". She was one inch up. <laughs> She was five. She had the hands. That's all that mattered. You got the hands and toes of a midget. Because that's what consider you to be a dwarf. You get what I'm saying? Midget, is that wrong? See, you don't supposed to say midget. How they cancel midget, though? (laughs) Who came up with midget, though? The same thing, 410. So you five feet. As a woman, you one inch from. No, 411, right? Because. Foot's 12 inches. Shit, two inches ain't shit. <laughs> I like short bitches, though. Yeah. I've never been with short women, though. That's the thing. All my women have been relatively my height or my height. Because short women are, I get, but thing that, that is a necessity, I think. It's like a, um, it's a lot of short-ass niggas with money. Them bitches go first. Because they, they can't pick from the big bitches. You get what I'm saying? The five sevens and the five eights, they can't get none of them. If you were if you were short nigga, if you were five 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 six nigga, the five sevens, five eights, five nines, like all that shit, you like. Ugh. So you trying to get you a the short the short bitches get snatched up first, and uh, that's like the you get what I'm saying? Because short niggas get money, Napoleon complex type niggas. You get what I'm saying? They go for it. You get what I'm saying? Tall niggas, I I, I do have a um a, um. A theory. Tall niggas is all tall niggas is lazy. For real, because they just they kind of get everything handed to them a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like the bitches. Cause everybody like like tall niggas kind of like, man, do shit for me. Like, can you grab that? You know what I'm saying? Can you can you do this for me? You know what I'm saying? Like being tall, you kinda and I was always, I would say I was always the tallest boy, boy. But the tallest kid in my I always was tall. I think I, I think I stunted my growth by starting to smoke weed too early. I probably could have been because my um my granddad was six six they say or, or whatever the fuck. So I probably could have been like tall as fuck. I started smoking weed at like fourteen, or whatever the fuck. So I probably like stunted stunted my growth and shit. So if I'm six, we've been on this height thing a little too long. <laughs> so we do have to measure. We gonna have to do that after this. We gonna have to uh, load that up. Later, what we got? Uh oh, video game reviews. Video game reviews. I don't really have a video game review. 
I just really just want to talk about video game culture in general. And um, I just want to say, man, I just really miss going to GameStop. Like, just going to GameStop. Like, um, we have, like, now you can fucking... Y'all remember not too long ago, it was a GameStop fucking stock crazy shit. Shouts out to anybody that was a part of that shit. That was, like, one of the coolest things I think ever happened in, like, you know, real-life culture. But I really do just, like, miss, like... I remember one point in time in my life, I was like, man, you know, being a teenager or something, like, man, I wish I could get a job at I wish I worked at GameStop. Shots out to GameStop for never hiring me, though. Like, <laughs> you saved my life like a motherfucker because if I worked for GameStop, I definitely wouldn't be who I am right now. Like, but, you know, just the actual, like, now, you know, a new game come out, we can just fucking, you know, you, you pre order it, you download it at midnight. You might play it a little bit, wake up in the next morning. You don't really care about it. You might, I'll play it when I come back type shit. Like. But when we had to like really like go to the store and like, you know, like you couldn't wait. Like you woke up that next you woke up that morning, Grand Theft Auto was coming out. Like, I know it's out. Like, uh, it's out today. Couldn't wait to the nigga lines at the door, like, you know what I'm saying? Like hoping you get a copy type shit. Like just the whole, you know, adrenaline rush of that shit, of getting one and all that shit, man. I really miss that and I would like to say, man, I think GameStop probably just like should partner up with like Fleshlight or something. <laughs> because I feel like they have like the same clientele and fan base. So if they just like to make gaming Fleshlights, you know what I'm saying? Like of characters like, cause we all know Metroid was a bitch and we all like LGBTQ friendly now. So just drop the Metroid Fleshlight, <laughs> the, the, the Metroid Fleshlight at GameStop exclusive. I mean, a lot of niggas were caught for, for nostalgic reasons. They may not use it. But it's a lot, like if, if GameStop dropped the Metroid flashlight, like the Samus, this is Samus, this is how Samus pussy feel. I mean, I'm so, I mean, why well, I'm not copping that? Like, I mean, I'm not, I just leave on to see what it looked like. I mean, open it, like, twist the cap off, like, look at it, like. So, yeah, man, I think GameStop needs to um, do a partnership with Fleshlight, because that's the same clientele. Because when you're going to GameStop now, that's all they really sell on you, toys and shit, pop toys and shit. You might go buy, who even buying used? Like, come on, man. No one's going to GameStop no more, man. Like, so, yeah, Samus, look. Damn, this is what Samus look like without the mask. I didn't even know that. I knew Sam was a bad bitch though, cause she had a fat ass. I always knew that, even in like the Nintendo 8-bit graphics. When you do the roll move, I'm like, it's a fat ass though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause cause a lot of times like bitches don't be having fat asses, but it'd be like, you can kind of see the shape of it. But it'd be like, if you bend over, that motherfucker gonna round up. And I feel like that's what Samus was a little bit. It wasn't fat like that, just standing up in a suit. But when she hit that roll, you're like, damn, that motherfucker got a bubble a little bit, though. <laughs> I, think we've, I think we've gone too far. I think we've gone too far. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm almost, no. Yes, all right, all right, all right. All right. I'm, uh, 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 I think I'm going too far. Spin a motherfucking wheel. <laughs> we get one more wind spill. 
But during the whisper, I want to say shout out to Kendra Lamar. Mr. Morrell is a 10. It's a classic. It's another classic, man. I don't hear nobody say it. Boogers. All right, see. I, I just skipped the boogers, man. We ain't going to talk about no fucking boogers. The fuck is going on? I was just saying, uh, yeah, so the new Kendrick album is out. If anybody didn't, uh, I know a lot of people, you know, you know, and I feel like um, just being like, you know, that's the homie, man. Shouts out to K-Dot, man. And I just want to say, man, um, I love the album. I just got to um, just get my props to it. I love the album. And I think, personally to myself, I think it's your best album you ever made. I will say that. I love the um, Pimper Butterfly and Damn is amazing. But I mean, I'm just a sucker for personal shit. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's like a lot of times like with music. It's kind of crazy because you have this like this this like line, like you can make some shit. Cause music to me is therapy. It's a lot of shit that I would say when I write songs that I wouldn't tell you just straight up. But if I can get it out in a song and then you ask me about it, then I kind of got. So music has always been my way of therapy for a long time, you know. So you know, it's good that I've been fucking with better health and I've been doing <laughs> my little better health shit. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like, you know, we're making music, it can be therapy. But a lot of times, niggas don't want to hear that shit. They just want to hear some shit they can ride to. They want to hear some shit to smoke to, fuck bitches to, and party to. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So, I will say for a person that's, like, you know, as big as K-Dot and the world he in and, like, you know, for him to make an album like this, it, it did give me, you know, a lot of fucking, like, I don't want to say, like, validation, but it made me feel good, you know, to that. He, as a person that's like so much in the commercial realm, he in all he all they care about is making radio songs and hits and shit like that and selling records. And he didn't even give a fuck. He's like, fuck it, I want to tell my shit. I want to do my therapy with this music shit. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I've been doing the entire time. So shouts out to K Dot that he's finally jumped in it. You know what I'm saying? And did that too, man. So I love it. I love my fucking. I think it's a team. I think it's the um, best album he's ever made because. You know, like he said, you know, he's not your savior and this and that. And every album before, he was probably trying to be. And this album, he was just fucking being himself and telling you his story. And I can't fucking, I love that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, with that being said, yeah, I'm about to get up out this motherfucker. But uh, I love y'all motherfuckers. And, um, yeah, send y'all motherfucking freestyles in at motherfucking um, Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Some motherfucking freestyles in. Would you rather? Motherfucking advice. You got motherfucking questions or all that shit. Also, you can send motherfucking voicemails. Hit me up. Holler at me. Let me know what you're thinking. At 512 522 9256. That's motherfucking 512 522 9256. Hey, I'm Danny Brown. It's the motherfucking Danny Brown Show. Shouts out, motherfucking Wild Mates. And we about this bitch. Ah, on the set. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.